Shoulda and woulda. Back in 82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin quarter mile. Are you serious? They all play here. Coach would have put me in fourth quarter. We'd have been state champions, no doubt. ESPN Lafayette. ESPNLafayette.com and the ESPN Lafayette app. This is the one place where you can really let the referees know exactly how you feel. This is NFL, which stands for not for long when you make them calls. ESPN Lafayette, ESPNLafayette.com, and the ESPN Lafayette app. There's the pitch, swung on, and a ball hit to right and drops for a base hit. Here comes Hood. Here comes the throw. Cajuns win. Cajuns win. Cajuns win. Trey LaFleur with his third hit of the game. And Louisiana gets the sweep over UTA. Six to five in 11 innings. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show on a Monday morning. Joining us now as he does each Monday during the baseball season, the head coach of Louisiana Raging Cajun Baseball, Coach Matt Daggs. Good morning, Coach. How are you feeling? Hey, Scotty. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. The caffeine hit early this morning. I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. I, it's, 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 it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. It's a Monday, right? We need two of these in a row. I uh, know, 48 hours a Monday, man. That's what the doctor ordered. I got up about 4.30 and hung out with the dogs and just uh, had a little quiet time. So it's about it's about noon to me right now. <laughs> it's not quite noon for me, but I did the same thing. Woke up early, hung out with the dog, and uh, drank some caffeine, had some prayer time, and then came over here to work. Um, you know, Monday's... Uh, maybe feel a little, maybe the coffee tastes a little better when you're coming off of a sweep, but just find a way, right? Three three wins by uh, by a run. And, um, you know, I know you, you've tinkered with the lineup all season and you did it again this weekend based on, you know, what the opponent was doing. It worked well for you. In your mind, what was the number of things, right? But what was at the top of the list for uh, you guys being able to have a successful sweep over the Mavericks? Just outlasting them and and being in uh, tremendous shape mentally and physically. And uh, because you cannot, Scotty, underestimate the heat on the field. It's, uh, and some of those guys will probably disagree with me, but, you know, 13 and 14, we we got the privilege to play in some hot, hot weather because of hosting the Sunbelt Conference tournament in 13 and then the run that we made in 14 in the postseason. And, uh, you know, that's not the hottest weather you're in all year. Actually, it's August, September, October. But uh, it's a different heat. You know, when Coach made the renovations to the stadium, it's absolutely tremendous and gorgeous. Uh, But it traps heat on that field, and there's just not much circulation. And so, uh, you know, and we love hot weather, but it's a a different heat, man. It'll melt you. It's It's like being in a sauna or probably a steam room. Uh, you know, for four or five hours. And so uh, our conditioning came into play and then our pitching, I thought uh, we got some really good starts and uh, some really good performances out of the bullpen. And, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, defensively, we weren't as sharp as we've been, but boy, we had some great plays to go along with it too. And I thought that was kind of the difference in the, in the you know, we really, I think we only hit like 270 something for the series. 
Uh, I knew they were going to pitch us tough. I told our team, look, this is going to be a tough series. Uh, UTA has traditionally played us tough. And, uh, you know, tip of the cap to those guys, they competed extremely hard all weekend. Uh, they came up with some big hits themselves and uh, got some really good pitching performances. Uh, the guy on Friday night's good. And then uh, the, 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 the kid Saturday threw enough strikes and had enough wiggle on it, changed speeds to. And, and there was a little hangover effect, too, from facing King on Friday. So now you got some results mounting up on you. Uh, and then they ran a legit arm at us yesterday, 93-95, with a, a power hook. Uh, and commanded the ball pretty decent. So uh, it was just a, a matter of finding ways to win. And uh, when we got those opportunities, uh, we took advantage of them. Our, our two-strike uh, approach, or not two-strike, our, our approach with two outs right now is just deadly. And, uh, you know, we've surpassed our opponent in two out RBIs. We're close to 280 with two outs. Uh, that's a stat I really look at. Uh, and our opponents at like 213, 214 with two outs. So that's a big deal. Those are backbreakers. ESPN Lafayette, Coach Matt Deggs, our guest. Um, Top and I were talking about UTA's pitching as well. It seemed like you just referenced it. I feel like they had about five guys that – had really good stuff. Now, you never know, right? Are they going to be on this weekend? But it felt like all of them were. Uh, and and you, you found the right match. You guys found the right matchup. And like you said, just find a way, um, whether it be responding and uh, answering. And you can, you know, folks can look at a record in RPI. I was looking at the arms. And the ones that the Mavs had that were good seemed like they, they all pitched maybe their best over the weekend, and you guys were still able to get it done. And you mentioned, you know, with, with two outs in your approach to the plate. How far has that come from the beginning of the season to now, the the, the two-out uh, hitting for you guys in, in, in batting? It's, it's made the, you know, it's helped turn our season around that with uh, eliminating so many walks, uh, hit batters, and, and errors. I mean, uh, you know, our opponent, probably has 30 or 40 more errors than us right now. Uh, we're getting close to evening out the walks. And then, like I said, we've surpassed them in two out RBIs. We're approaching 100, and uh, the goal should be 150 every year. Uh, really, the game's played in three spots. You, you know, whoever owns the fastball has a distinct advantage. Uh, whoever owns the plate uh, has a distinct advantage. And if you can win the twos, man, uh, those just break the will of your opponent. And when you combine pitching and defense with that, it gets a little bit suffocating and, and it can get frustrating at times. And that's why uh, you look at the double play we turned, you look at the play Debo made, you look at the one of the best catches I've ever seen by, by shock and center. Uh, you know, Hood continues to play outstanding defense. Uh, and the job Julian's doing behind the plate, he takes away any option of a running game. Uh, that can get frustrating at times. You mentioned that that catch uh, by Shock and Center. It was uh, to call it a web gym would be an understatement, huh? Oh, it was like that's just God given, right? I mean, you're not going to teach that, you, you know. It's uh, and, and what makes it more special, and this is just the the old school in me. You know, he had been throwing up for two straight days, and uh, to do it in that heat, and that's why I pulled him on Friday night. He just he couldn't stop throwing up, and. Uh, to do it in that heat and those situ- that situation and everything he was facing, man, that's that's good stuff. 
You, you, I mentioned you know earlier you tinkering with the lineup depending on the matchup and what you're seeing out of the guys in practice a, a number of times over the weekend. Uh, I know Bobby, I don't think he played Friday. He starts Saturday. Some big hits for you. Um, I mean, heck, I played the, the game winner coming into this this interview with you from LaFleur. Uh, he wasn't playing all weekend or didn't start all weekend, and then he has, you know, huge hits and, and drives in three and has the game winner. Um, how much – is it is it a formula use coach that – okay, today I'm going to decide, or do you kind of know going into a matchup how it's going to play out over the weekend? I guess my question is, how fluid is the process of you tinkering with a lineup during a conference weekend series? Well, I mean, it's everything is options-driven, right? I mean, you've got to have some options to do that. Uh, but I watch a ton of video, uh, which – you know, some years I do, some years I don't. I do a lot by gut instinct. I watched a ton of video this year because I got a group of 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 dudes that that can go out and execute a game plan, and they're eager to. And uh, you know, so that's the way I do it. And so I look at these matchups, and and uh, we hit so much, man. That I can tell you, you know, I can I can make you look good or bad in BP because I know where your strengths and your weaknesses are. And uh, they understand that, and, and tip of the cap to them because they're, the competition's so high that they're pretty much all ready, man. And uh, they're ready to go at a moment's notice. And you know, so do I do everything by gut and feel and just you know instinct. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it uh, gets us all in trouble. But uh, you know, like Bobby and 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 Raymond, Trey the floor and. Uh, you know, they accounted for five, two out RBIs, man. And that's between them three and hood and, you know, take away the pitching and defense that, I mean, that, that accounts for that series. And, uh, so I'm glad it paid off. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't, but I think you got to follow your gut and stick with it and be decisive. Coach Matt Deggs, our guest, Jake Hammond, you've, you've referenced him a number of times throughout our conversations this season. Uh, he was, you know, one, a number of players were obviously big for you this weekend, but uh, highlighting him a little bit, you know, I know I think in his Twitter profile, he has a, uh, a reference to a, a Bible verse of, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Tell us a little bit about Jake Hammond off the field and how it, right, um, how it drives him on the diamond, if that makes sense. He's a, he's a one of a kind. Uh <laughs> There's not another one like him. Uh, you know, God broke the mold when he made that kid. He's, a, he's got a warrior's heart and mentality. Uh, like the rest of us, he's far from perfect, but he loves Jesus, and he's not afraid to, to share that. And, uh, but he is bold. He's going to say what needs to be said, and he's going to take action. And, and uh, he kept working, man. I'm proud. He got better. He got better, and he made me have to pitch him. And, uh, you know, I screwed that up yesterday. You talk about gut, right? So I'd already decided that, that, uh, Toyty was going to go out and get the lefty and he, he uh, gets the first batter. I can't remember if they pinch hit or not, but then I get greedy, this next guy and we give up a, a two out knock to now we're going to let him face Ponce and give up knock Ponce. And, uh, that was going to be Hammond's spot, but I, I'm trying to protect Jake. He had 28 pitches, max effort the night before. And, 
uh, it almost costs us. So, I mean, so that's an example of gut instinct, sticking with it or not. And I should have, and uh, because he's been really, really good in that spot. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Coach Matt Deggs, our guest. Um, you get the win yesterday in uh, in extra innings and looking at the arms. David Christie, you know, gave you a, a really good inning. Um, you, you mentioned earlier just continuing to work. Uh, he, you know, Peyton Havard, I know Peyton's season has been well documented, but hadn't played in a little while. Uh, they come up big and you know, the old uh, the old road motto of work while you wait, and I know it's also just a baseball motto as well, Coach, but I think this weekend you saw a lot of examples of when that pays off. Well, work while you wait, that's, yeah, that's a given. Uh, if you're going to be in this, you know, and if you're going to be a Cajun, you're going to work. And, uh, but what those two guys have done is adapt and adjust. And that's what you do in this game, or the game will pass you by. And uh, both of them have worked, made adjustments. I was happy for have, but uh, David Christie, you know, he's got one of the best personalities on the team and just loves to compete and, and do, will do absolutely whatever for the ball club. And uh, yesterday, that was professional. I mean, that was, that was for real. That was like... <laughs> He, he would go to the front of the line uh, if he threw the ball like that all the time. I mean, that, he's throwing 87 mile an hour daggers up there yesterday, and then fastball was up to 92 with tilt and uh, everything heading downhill. Just look at number 10, the first batter he faced, poor guy. I mean, they just brought him into the game. Uh, he comes in to play defense, and here comes uh, Big Dave out the bullpen, and uh, it was good morning, good afternoon, good night with just three. Uh, really, really way above average pitches. And uh, so I'm excited to see where this leads him. And I'll probably start him, uh, what's today, Monday? Yeah, (laughs) we're going to leave here in a little while. There you go. Be on the road for a week, and I'll probably start him tomorrow night. There you go. Tuesday, Wednesday at Rice, and then uh, uh, this weekend at Texas State. They are atop the Sunbelt Conference standings. You guys third, but one through four packed real tight. you know, I, I've I've talked to you about RPI. I've talked to you about conference standings. I've asked you the question in various ways, but how much time? I'll ask you again as we get later into the season, Coach. Right, only two more weekend series, three more midweek games. Then you have the conference tourney, Montgomery. How close are you following the conference standings and the RPI? And how do you make sure? Okay, we know what we have to do, but mentally we can't can't focus as much on that in terms of what we got to take care of on the diamond and can control what we can control. Well, I mean, you have to, and, uh, it's the roadmap, right? Uh, but that's not the player's job to do that. The, the players play coaches coach and, and kind of map out the game plan. And, uh, all we can do is go play our best with the games in front of us. Uh, we're still there. You know, it's a shame that you sweep and drop, 10 spots in the RPI or whatever it is. Uh, I, I wish there was a better formula. You know, let's just say you could pick before the season starts uh, 10 weekends or, you know, how many ever games to designate as RPI games. I think that would be a little more judicious uh, we, because we can't help who we play. All we can do is go, you know, go play good baseball. Uh, but metrically, I think we're still in, in relatively good shape. Uh, obviously you want to win the league and that's in front of us. 
Uh, we're not at a point, Scott, where, you know, we're, we're begging for some help here. That's in front of us. Let's just go take care of business. There's six games left. Uh, <clears throat> and so that's in front of us. We need to get to 15 road wins. And uh, I don't know where we're at right now. Maybe uh, 12 and 12 and seven. seven. Yep. 12 and seven. Metrically 15 has been a magic, magic number uh, over the years. Uh, we need to stay above 500 when you combine Q1 and Q2. Uh, and I know that sounds, you know, like I'm speaking a different language, but it, it really kind of is. And it's a shame. It's part of our game, but those are the rules. And so we're looking to win the league. We're looking to uh, continue to play good baseball on the road. And, and uh, be in great shape when we hit Montgomery. There you go. I think uh, latest RPI, Little Rock 210, Rice 206, Nichols 173, but Texas State 38. And you mentioned being on the road this week. You got uh, five on the road right here in front of you. It's a road trip, and then you're back home to wrap up the season. So a lot of metrics, a lot of goals right there still in front of you, and then after that it's Montgomery. So uh, are you are you pleased there with – There was a point this weekend, you know, where – we had the number three rated non-conference schedule in the country. And so much of, and this is the crazy part, so much of your future is determined by what past opponents did this weekend. Right. That's the crazy part about that. I mean, that's why. And we uh, just had a little lull with that as far as uh, some of their performances. Sadly enough, you know, here's how crazy college baseball is. I want you to help me make sense of this. If I play UC Irvine, right, and and we win a series, what do you think we want UC Irvine to do for the rest of the year? Win. But then coaches turn around and share scouting reports on past opponents. Why would you do that? I don't get it. That's just the norm of our game. It's layered, right? On one hand, you know, sharing scouting reports is, I guess, I'm guessing, Coach, you would know better than me, something that's been around a really long time. Oh, and, as long as I've as long right. as I've been doing it. And then from an it's RPI standpoint, there's you have 301 teams in the RPI, but how many teams out of 301 are is it is it super significant to? I mean, we could say all 301, but the reality is most years it's it's just not. There's some teams they're just they're not following the RPI. They're just kind of, well, we're gonna we're gonna try to you know. I mean, Prairie View has a winning record, but you know they're 271 in the RPI. They're probably not focusing that much. They're just trying to win their games and going and win their conference tournament. So I just I think probably because one's been around a long time and the other isn't isn't as important. Um, to a vast yeah, majority of the schools as, as it is. It's, it's, I don't want to say it's, a, it's only a few because the RPI is important to, to you know, obviously the, the best schools of the country, but they're still outnumbered by the majority. Now, that may make no sense at all. I'm just, I'm just trying to put math to it. I don't know. You know, it's, getting, it's, it's not as common because of the development of everything streamed and, and uh, Synergy, which is a video system everyone has. So you can put your own reports together, but my whole career, you've played and turned around and shared a report, except for teams in the league. You, that's a no, no, you don't do that, but, uh, cause you want your league to be strong, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of an oxymoron. It's crazy. So what happens when someone calls coach Matt Deggs and says, Hey, give me, you know, uh, give me your insight and, and your report on the anteaters. 
Well, it just depends. Some some programs work out a deal beforehand where, hey, we're not going to share on you. Uh, but it's an accepted norm that you just hit send on the email and send them the report. I mean, that's how everyone derives information. There's relationships. There's all kinds of stuff you have to take into uh, account. So do you kind of go on a case-by-case basis? Case-by-case, everything is. There you go. All right, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Coach, before I let you go, I uh, saw something pop up on my Twitter timeline over the weekend. I wanted to play it for you real quick. Hang tight. Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Your reputation precedes you. Good morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking. What the hell? Admit I wasn't expecting an invitation back. They're called orders, Maverick. Top Gun Maverick, rated PG-13. Coach, just wanted mm. to get your thoughts after hearing that. Mm. Jester's dead. Jester's dead. <laughs> Jester's <Yeah>. dead. <laughs> ESPN Live, you had the best ticket in sports. Uh, for those that don't know, Coach Matt Degg's favorite movie, Top Gun, and I guess what, shoot, 37 years later, the sequel's coming out, 35, 36, yeah, like, something what, like that. 86 or 7? I think 86. Yeah, I think it's 86, the original. So, uh, Now, this yeah. one's been on the shelf for a while. They were going to release it, and then COVID hit, and so they wanted to make it a summer blockbuster, you know. But, yeah, it's uh, 36 years later. It's, it's, it's back. I bet you didn't think for, uh, as you got older growing up, that there was going to be a sequel that came out to your favorite movie when you were at the age you are now, which I don't, I won't share. <laughs> hey man, whatever it takes, right? That's it, man. That's it. ESPN uh, Lafayette best ticket in sports. And that was your motto this weekend. I know that's been the motto for your team throughout the season. Uh, safe travels on the Texas road trip coach. I always appreciate you taking the time and we'll, uh, we'll chat again next Monday. All right. Thanks Scotty. See you. You got it. It's Coach Matt Deggs.